Hello, everyone. Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and we have a great episode for you today. A bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and a bunch of stuff that I want to talk to you girls about. First of all, I watched a show that you guys have been telling me to watch for a couple of years, and I watched seasons one and two, The Bear. Okay, I just finished it. And it took me a little while to finish it because this is not really a show you can binge watch because you're going to get anxiety like you've never had before. Okay. I, I'm like clenching the entire show because they just, it's just so much yelling and screaming. Uh, but I really like it. And you want to know, I, I think we all can agree that the lead actor is, he's the love of our lives. He's everything. We've loved him in Shameless. We love him in this. He's hot. What are you going to do? The guy's hot. I, hey, I love that sexy little Willy Wonka. I don't know. There's something about him. It, it, there's something about a guy that gives off the vibe that he smokes cigarettes that I really find myself. I think when people say, oh, what's your type? I think that's my type. I think my type is a guy that seems like he smokes cigarettes because he's so stressed out. You know, there's something about him. So I liked that show. I um, got absolutely dragged on Instagram because I posted a video. I was not even talking about, oh, we'll talk about what I was talking about. But I was telling a story and I was eating corn out of a can. OK, because I'm a grown woman. I'm, the, I'm I live in a free country. I pay my damn taxes in this country. And if I want to eat something out of a can, I'll just go ahead and I'll do that. And people are like, that's disgusting. How do you how do you not even warm it up? I can't believe that. It's like, what the hell is what the hell is everyone's problem? You know, and I'm going to say it again. It's a free damn country. So I got a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to me for this podcast saying, asking about my damn bowel movements. (laughs) And I don't know what makes everyone so comfortable. (laughs) to ask about my, my BMs. Don't worry about it. I'm not driving girls. And you know that. But anywho, the story that I was telling, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm convinced that it's because you think I'm ugly, but okay. Anywho, if you didn't see it on my Instagram, it's because it's a story that I told, um, about, I had gone on a second date with this guy And I wasn't like particularly drunk. I was, you know, had a couple of drinks, but I wasn't blacked out. I wasn't hammered. And the next day he texted me and he said, do you remember telling me that you love me? Um, and I don't because I, I, first of all, whatever I say, I don't remember, you know, I'm not quite sure what I even say the second after I say it, I have no idea what comes out of my mouth. But I have done things like this before where I'll be talking to somebody that I just recently started dating and I'll just be like, ha, like, I love you, you know, which is an insane thing to do. Um, but I didn't want him to think I was crazy. So I made him feel crazy. You know, I pulled the man card. I, I, I did what guys have always done to us where we bring something up to them and we go and they go, mm, you're actually insane. And that's what I did to him. I was like, I can't believe, first of all, you have really bad hearing. You have really bad, like, you're obviously not well, you know, you got to get your ears checked. You got to get, you got to go to therapy, man. Cause that never happened. You're imagining things. And he was like, I should have never brought it up (laughs) cause I brought it up about 15 times. Anytime he's reached out to me, I go, Hey, remember when you lied and said that I told you I love you? Cause I never did that. And do I love him? No, I'm not an insane person. I don't fall in love with somebody, you know, the second time meeting them. No. Um, so that was that. And between that and the date I had gone on the week before with a different guy where he kissed me goodnight and I was getting my Uber and I curtsied, um, you know, like a, like a princess. And I don't know what I was thinking with that either. So really, I shouldn't be allowed outdoors. I shouldn't be allowed outside anymore. Uh, I just want to sit home and eat my damn corn and watch the bear. But what else happened? Oh, well, 
ding, ding, ding. The thing I talked about last week here, that girl who we assumed can, we kind of knew, but it wasn't confirmed that she was faking that she faked her kidnapping. She came out and, and said that she faked her kidnapping. And everyone thinks it's because, uh, she was trying to get her boyfriend's attention. And I don't know, there's something about it that makes it makes him look like extremely attractive to the, to the women now. Cause they're like, what has he got going on that she's going to fake a kidnapping, you know? So that was confirmed. A bunch of you guys sent me that article and, uh, another uh, boyfriend of the week, boyfriend of the week, Mr. Grush, the guy, the whistleblower that was talking about damn UFOs. I don't know. There's something about him. (laughs) There's something about that guy. I don't know what it is, but I have a crush on him and He's the only, you want to know what? He's like the only guy that gets me, really. He's like, aliens are real. Other dimensions are real. You know, he, he knows a lot. I want to go out to dinner with him. Him, I do love. He looks insane in this picture that I just pulled up. Jesus Christ. Okay, no, he looks crazy. He, he's one of these people that like, when he smiles, you just go like, oh, wow. He looks insane. I love this guy. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about him. I really like him. But, um, geez, Louise. Gonna get to some of these emails. But yeah, that UFO stuff's really interesting. I What did I do last night? I went out with my... I was being good this weekend because last weekend, it just so happened that I went out three nights in a row, which I never, ever do because I'm not a psychopath. All right? I'm not a psychopath. But this last week and I ended up going out three nights in a row because it was like three different friends I had plans with and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I was like, I got to be good this week. And then last night I went out with my friend, Sarah, who lives in California. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah Bear. And she was here. My friend Lily's back in town in New York. So we went out. We had the girls had a night. The Girls had a night. So. I woke up, I drank a liquid IV. I went back to sleep. Robert threw up on my bed, which I'm not even mad at him. I can never be mad at him. He's so damn cute and fluffy. I can't even, <laughs> he could throw up on my bed every single day and I would just love him more. That's how, you know, cat people really are crazy. Crazy cat person is not a fake thing. That's a real thing. I I clap when they have hair, when they, when they throw up hairballs. I'm like, that must've felt so good. Imagine how painful that is having a damn hairball. Anywho, you guys, I'll change the subject. I know. I know. But I keep thinking about when I go away, I'm going to miss my cat so much. I feel like uh, the last time when I went to London, I was like, every single day I was texting my friends. I'm like, I miss my cats. Um, Okay, so let's see. This one says, new ick unlocked. Uh-oh. Hi, Carly, new listener, first time writing in. I'm absolutely obsessed with you and the kittens. Oh, thank you. I'm a single girly dating in Miami. Is well scary to say the least, I'm sure. I would imagine Miami dating is probably worse than New York, right? You want to know what it is about Miami? Everyone's too damn sexy down there. It's like, you know, an ugly person is, is a 10. Like you go to Miami and you're like, cool. Every, every single person that lives here is, is a model. That doesn't seem right. What the hell? Anywho, this past week, I noticed a bit of a trend on Instagram where a few of the guys I've been flirting with added me to their close friends. What is that all about? I just don't get it. One of them posts selfies, another his dogs, nothing spicy or different to what any other person would post on their actual story. I honestly think this is a shortcut and cop out of making a move or advance on a girl that to show, I'm sorry, on a girl you show interest in. doesn't make me feel special. It makes me wonder what other girls you've got on there too. I would love to know your thoughts on this because it's giving grown man with Snapchat energy. True. That's what I was just thinking when I read that. Love you so much. Kiss straight on the lips. Girl, I a thousand percent agree with you. I don't know if I'm on any guys. Like, I, I don't know why, but like me having a, a friends only is 
okay. But a guy having a friends only, I'm like, you're a slut. I've noticed that men, uh, there's certain like things. Like if a guy has a friends only and adds me to it, you're a slut. And then if he wears, you want to know what a guy wears when he's literally just, he's, he's not boyfriend material. Cause he's just hooking up with so many girls. He wears a skinny silver chain. I've noticed that if I see a guy wearing a skinny silver chain, I go, Mm-mm, that's not going to be my husband for sure. There's just not happening with this guy. He's not boyfriend material. Cause he's wearing that little chain. Am I wrong? Anywho, um, I would just like not watch them on purpose because it's like you're doing all of this. Text me, right? I'll be. I I will. You will sooner find me. You know, in outer space, rather than you find me in somebody's like views on freaking Instagram. When they're, it's just not happening. If it's somebody I have a back and forth with, I mean, not like I watch everybody else's stories. But yeah, I I get it. Okay, guys, just a quick word from our friends, my absolute favorites, Osea. This summer, get your skin of your dreams with Osea. You've probably seen their bestsellers body care set on TikTok. People have been losing their minds over it, and now it's on sale. The set includes Undaria Algae Body Oil, Undaria Algae Body Butter, Anti-Aging Body Balm, and Salt of the Earth Body Scrub. You guys, I had just gotten the Salt of the Earth Body Scrub, and let me tell you, I'm not even exaggerating, girl, Okay. I love all Osea products. I really, really genuinely do. This is like my number one. I think this is my holy grail. I'll never not use this damn salt scrub. You want to know what? My legs felt like, and I'm not exaggerating. Have you ever felt, have you ever felt a dolphin? I'm not even kidding. If you've ever felt a dolphin, you know what I'm talking about. Smooth as hell. They don't have any, they don't have any fuzz. They don't have any hair. They don't have any damn pores. Okay. Wow. My legs were so soft and smooth and shiny and like hydrated. It has oil in it. Oh my God. It's so good. Delish. Love it. Um, their body, their body care set is valued at $78. But if you grab it now, you can have it for just 52 bucks. You hear that? 52 bucks, girls. Everything Osea creates is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. This set even comes with a gorgeous, reusable vegan leather bag. This summer, get glowing, healthy skin with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Don't miss this rare opportunity to try Osea's bestsellers body care set for 33% off and 10% off your first order site-wide with code SECRET at OseaMalibu.com. You get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com com and use code secret for a 10% off. We also have the one and only daily harvest mornings are exhausting. Maybe you have to get up super early to go to work, or you're trying to hit the gym before it gets too crowded. Whatever you're up to daily harvest can help. They send delicious meals right to your door to make your mornings that much easier. Their smoothies and forager bowls are perfect for breakfast and their flatbread soups and bites make lunch and dinner time a total breeze. Everything is frozen at peak ripeness. So it's ready whenever you are. You guys know, love Daily Harvest. Absolutely. Like I've been um, having their smoothies that are really, really good in the mornings and their meals are just the best. I just feel like I've been, uh, I've been using them. I would say like the last, like they had sent me a box um, and I've been just like eating them every single day. Like everything's delicious. It's so good. It's so easy. Skip the chopping, cooking, and cleaning up and save tons of time with Daily Harvest. We all deserve easy mornings. Let Daily Harvest give you one less thing to worry about. Go to dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers for up to $65 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers. Let's see. This one says Barbie existential crisis help. Hi, Carly, longtime listener, first time writing in. Of course, love you so much. And your little baby boys. Oh, thank you so much. You really make me feel seen and heard. And I'm so appreciative to have an outlet like your potty. Thank you. I want to start off by saying I apologize if this is long. I'm having an existential crisis. 
but I'll just get started. So I've been with my boyfriend for almost three years. I'm 25 and he's 23. I'm so severely stuck in a rut because I'm trying to decide if I should break up with him or not. I know what you're going to say. If I'm thinking about it, then dot, dot, dot. But my therapist said Venus is in retrograde. So the effects of love and relationships. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Girl, your therapist said Venus is in retrograde. Something's not adding up with that. That's what I would do if I was a therapist. I would be like, let me see your birth chart. Let me see your birth chart. Let me check on the let me check on the planets. The fuck? You know what's bad too when when Venus is in rec- retrograde. It's not even Mercury in retrograde. We're just like looking for some type of retrograde to to make us feel okay for feeling the way that we feel. I've done that. Um says anywho, he has been unfaithful in the past. He kissed a coworker that he was quote unquote talking to let another woman throw ass on him at the club in front of me when we were literally there for my birthday. Ugh. I know. I know it sounds bad. It does sound bad, but it was when we first started dating. So I of course forgave him and moved past it because I was so in love. So fast forward to now back in May, my boyfriend and I, our families and a, and a couple of best friends, we're going on an international trip to Punta Cana where I found out he was going to propose. I had suspicions and was honestly excited. Now I've never seen myself getting married and especially not having kids, but we'd been going strong for a while and he'd mentioned proposing to me. So I was like, yeah, sure. Anyway, so two weeks before the Punta Cana trip, my boyfriend and I and the best friend couple all go out for the girl in the couple's birthday. It's a great night and we all had so much fun. Well, me and my boyfriend and get when me and my boyfriend get home, I have a gut feeling to check his phone and boom. Ugh. God, it's a killer every time. You know what? It's, it's God. All right. Let's see. I don't know what it's going to say. Maybe, maybe he was just texting his friends, telling them that he loves her so much. Okay. Best case scenario. We're going to try and stay positive about this. I find him texting another girl from work. Where the fuck does he work? I mean, does this guy do any work over there? Jesus Christ. I would tell his boss, hey, I don't think he's being very productive. They're saying stuff to each other like my love and good morning and good night texts and all that shit. She was sending pictures of herself clothed and he was telling her how gorgeous she was. Girl, no, she wasn't. I promise if she was hot, I would tell you. So yeah, I told him and he cried and lost his shit and all of that. And I told him he couldn't propose to me on the trip. That was now two weeks away at the time. And he acted like I'd run over his mom in parentheses, freaking out, crying, begging all of this shit. Isn't it crazy how <clears throat> people behave when they get caught doing something? Because it's like their whole like world comes crashing down on them because they've just been hiding this shit for so long and feeling so confident that they're getting away with it. But when you're fucking around, when you're doing something that you know is wrong, you don't know peace because you're always nervous that something's going to happen. And then when it happens, you just, they just blow up, you know? And it's like, sorry, I'm not going to feel bad for you. I've had a guy do that before where they like, I've caught them, you know, either cheating or something of that nature. And they're like, I can't believe you would do this to me. I can't believe you, you would um, treat me like this. <laughs> it's just honestly so funny. Anywho. She says, anyway, I ended up still going on the trip as did everyone else. I told everyone, don't worry because I paid too much for the trip. And on the trip, he really tried to rekindle And then my birthday month was June. So he was going all out and all the stops and he started going to therapy and all that. Fast forward to now, I've been sitting on this for months and I've confided in him that it's been harder for me to get back into loving him the way that I used to. He didn't take it great and made a note and we've been good. Um, Another aspect came up recently where I've been thinking about being with other people. I haven't acted on it, but I really want to try being with women and just being free and wild. And yes, I'm 25. That's young, but I'm only going to be this young for so long. And I want to be young and crazy and experience more places and people and things. 
Anywho, my friends have been begging me to break up with him, literally all of them, telling me that I can come live with them because me and him live together. I even updated my mom on how I'm feeling. And if you know, you know, once you tell your mom, you can't take it back. I saw the Barbie movie two days ago. And wow, there was a part where Barbie was being told by America Ferreira that being human means constant change no matter what. I'm tearing up as I type this. Oh, Barbie starts crying because she says how terrifying change is. And it really got to me. The whole movie did. Change is so, so terrifying. And I'm so lucky to have support of so many fantastic women helping me go through this. But it's so hard. I do love this man, which I know doesn't make sense, but I do. Well, I don't think it doesn't make sense. I think that we can't help who we love and we can't control who we love. And, you know, I don't think that uh, there's really any rhyme or reason to it when we love someone ever. Uh, she says, and I almost know I need to let him go, but it's different to actually do it. We live together and we really are best friends. And he gets me and sees a part of me that most people don't. I'm just so stuck and scared. And my friend talked about change readiness and how it means that they can all tell me to leave him all they want, but I have to be ready to do it on my own. And I don't know how to make myself ready. So that's everything. I promise I'm normally the funniest, liveliest girl ever, but you know, it's hard times. I'm in Kentucky. So if you are ever in the Kentucky area, hit me up. I'll be the coolest and uh, take you to the coolest clubs and restaurants. Uh, okay. And then she says some stuff that I'm not going to read on the potty because she says not to. So, oh wait, here's pictures of them. You know, I need a picture. Okay. Of course. She's literally gorgeous and looks like a Barbie, but okay. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Not unusual, but it's interesting. So here's the thing. I think that the hardest, I was talking to my friends about this the other day. It's really hard to walk away from somebody um, that you know isn't your person. And I last night we were out to dinner and, and we were just talking about, uh, cause I haven't seen my friend <clears throat> in a while. And I, she, I was like filling her in on my love life. And she was asking about this guy that I went to London with and like all this stuff and like these other people that I'm seeing. And, and she, we, by the time at the end of the conversation, she was like, you're just like, so free. It, it feels like you're in such like a clear headspace. And I was like, it took me a long time to get there because I think a lot of relationships I've been in, it was either because I really liked the person and then continued it because I knew they weren't for me, you know, uh, even though I knew they weren't for me, like I was with so many people that I can never see myself marrying. I was like, this guy would be a terrible husband. He would be a terrible father. Like, uh, like, I mean, he can't even wipe his ass, you know? but I really like them and they're so cute and they're so fun and blah, blah, blah. And I stayed with people for too long because I didn't know how to walk away. And this was when I was young. And then I kind of got to a point where it just completely flipped where I'm like, I'm not seeking anything. Whatever happens, happens. And the right thing for me isn't going to pass me by. And I'm never going to question it. If I'm with the right person, I'm absolutely never going to question it. I think we feel so much pressure. I mean, I'm older than you, but it's like when we're when a woman is like going like going into her late 20s, there's this thing of like, oh, you're almost going to be 30. You better because you're going to be geriatric in a year. You better find someone. Otherwise, you're going to be too old and you're not ideal. Fuck that. It's not that that's not the prize. You know, you could be with whoever you want. You can marry whoever you want. If it's not the right person for you, you're not going to be happy. So it's like, that's not the prize. Finding the right person is the prize. I know I'm, I'm all over the place with this, but I was just talking about this with my friends last night. And I think it's just so much better to follow your heart. And I'm telling you, when you finally get out of these relationships, I think your heart is telling you that you want to be out and have fun and you want to be with other people and you don't want to marry this man. And I know it hurts right? And it sucks and it's going to suck um, if eventually you do decide to pull the trigger um, because you're mourning something. You're mourning a person that 
you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with. You're mourning what you thought the rest of your life was going to be. And it's hard and it's a hard adjustment, especially when you have that best friend kind of relationship. I mean, it's devastating, but I think after all is said and done, you're going to feel like, I know you're going to feel like you made the right decision if that's a decision you want to make. And you're going to feel like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. And then whenever it happens, you'll find the right person for you. And, and, and you won't have this back and forth, you know, also girl, I'm concerned about the therapist telling you that, that Venus is in retrograde. What? <laughs> Imagine going to school to be a therapist and they're like, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Venus. Let's talk about Mercury. You know, these people are doctors. Why the hell is she bringing up Venus? Um, but you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Whatever you decide to do, whenever you decide to do it, I think that you're in a place and you, you just have to, you just have to follow your heart because that's the right thing to do. And yes, it's scary, but it, it's always going to work out. That's something that I've noticed. Every time I thought the world was going to end because of something that was going on in my life, it never did. You know, time, time goes by and you just end up realizing that that was the right thing for you. So sorry, I feel like I was just rambling on that one. So, okay. I was talking to my friend also, not me continuing to ramble, but I was talking to my friend also about like how there's so much pressure on women to get married and have children in their thirties. And it's like, like we, we could have all been married already if we were going to marry the wrong person, just wait for the right person for you. And if you know, he's not right for you, it's probably time. Whenever you feel is ready, it's probably time. Canceling subscriptions is time consuming and annoying. There have been so many times that I've started to cancel something, got distracted, forgot to finish the process, and then just keep paying for it every single month. With Rocket Money, you never forget about a subscription, not a prescription, girl, subscription again. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money is quickly and easily finding all of your subscriptions. If you see one you don't want anymore, you just hit cancel and Rocket Money will do the rest. It's literally that easy. You guys, this is such a, a, a game changer with stuff like this because I feel like I'm always subscribing to stuff. I'm always joining and then I forget. And then I just like, I'll remember like a year later when I get an email it's just the worst. So I love rocket money for that reason. I think this is like just such a genius idea. Most Americans think they spend about $80 in subscriptions every month, but the actual total is closer to 200, 200 bucks. Hell no. Stop throwing your money away and cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash SKC. That's rocketmoney.com slash SKC, rocketmoney.com slash SKC. Check out Fast Growing Trees. Their plant experts have thousands of easy to grow plants, shrubs, and trees for your unique climate that ship right to your door. Get customized recommendations for what will grow best in your area. And their experts are always available for questions and advice. I really love this because you go on the website and it's curated like suggestions for where you live. So I wish that I had a freaking backyard because I would go crazy on this website because you put in where you live. They tell you your zone that you're in, the climate there and what would grow best. And you get care instructions on how to take care of it. I think it's such a smart idea because if you're somebody, especially that isn't really familiar with, um, plants and, and maintaining a, you know, maintaining plants, there's a lot of questions that come up and you end up buying stuff that probably isn't perfect for where you live. So I think it's such a great idea. They had told me that I could pick something, um, from the website and I got a beautiful plant and it's pink and I love it so freaking much. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret now to get 15% off your entire order. That's 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret, fastgrowingtrees.com slash secret. Okay. This one says, girl, like why? Hi, Carly and the furry baby boys. You are such a trendy girl. Oh, thank you. I am a little trendy girl. 
because I wear halter tops, I wear cute little shoes. I wear cute little pants. I have cute little bags. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I've been obsessed with you since girl code. Oh, thank you. Anyway, I've been in a relationship with my now ex, I guess, for seven years. We have two boys together. And although our past has many ups and downs, I've always put up with him and gave him the benefit of the doubt. I've always settled when it came to him, even though I just asked for the minimal from him. Nice gestures to be thoughtful and nice. The bare minimum, Carl's. We don't follow each other on social media. And I got over the fact that he doesn't want to post me. Oh, no. But I've always put it in the back of my head. Like, what the fuck are you hiding? Part of me has become numb to the whole situation because of everything he has put me through in the past. But I always have a soft spot that I find myself always sweeping things under the rug. I love him. But these last few months, I've built a resentment because I just don't think he fully gets what I go through on a day to day basis. It's as if I'm a single mom and I live with a roommate. Sometimes it's like we have a competition on who's the most tired, but it's like, hello, we need to show up as parents. There's times where I don't get to sit or relax until it's time for bed. I cook, I clean up after the kids, get everyone ready and get things ready for the following day. And hey, I would love some help here as he sits on the couch on his phone. These last few months, especially, I've come to realize how unhappy I am, but it's just so hard. Sorry. Um, It's just so hard because I'm used to our situations that I'm just whatever about everything and I put up with it all. The last couple of months, we haven't really talked. We've just celebrated our oldest kid's birthday by having a pool party. My brother came in town and after the party, they went to my parents. But tell me why he's texting me and pretty much just decided that to end everything all together. Like text, we live together. You can't just simply talk to me to my face. Oh my God, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. I was going to his sister's birthday festivities, but now I just feel weird because I feel like he told his family about what's going on before actually texting me that it's over. I don't know why my heart sank, even though I knew this was what it was coming to. The love has been gone for a long time, and I just felt like holding on to each other because of the kids. I don't know how to move forward, especially with being a mom of two. There's so much I could go into, but you don't need my problems, LOL. Sorry for the novel, but I would love your input or any of the other girlies who may have gone through this. I attached a pic of me and our little family. Um, Please let me know the vibe you're getting from this man. Kiss straight on the lips. Well, first of all, well, your kids are so freaking cute. Stop. Your kids are so cute. The little one is so cute. Well, they're both little and they're both cute. Anywho. Here's the thing. Like, I think if you were to, it's so hard when something like this happens. First of all, him texting you like, girl, what the fuck? What is his problem? He's obviously not a good person. And he obviously doesn't have, I mean, he's such like, he doesn't have the strength. He doesn't have like, he sucks. I don't even know the word that I'm trying to think of. He's not man enough to like talk to you to your face and give you the decency of having this conversation when you guys have built a life together and you guys have a family together. Like, I don't think you should put blame on yourself at all. And I think you need to just figure out what's best for you and your kids and don't worry about him because he's an asshole and he doesn't deserve to have you in the first place. But all that aside, I think you'll end up really, really happy when you get through this situation. And I'm sorry you're going through it because, I mean, it just sucks and it's so sad. And and I think this is like a common thing that happens where you kind of are bracing, you know, you're bracing yourself for something like this to happen, but that doesn't make it any less devastating. So I would start to think of a game plan and girl, honestly, if he wants to come back, no, you can't just come and go into people's lives as you please. And I would probably honestly never forgive him for texting me and ending things when you guys have been together for almost a decade, but you'll be okay. And if anyone has been in a similar situation, I know we've gotten emails like this, you know, similar to this before, if any of this, um, resonates with you do send it an email and i'll read it on next week's potty too this one says hold on 
but girl, you have a, you have a, a beautiful family, you have beautiful children and enjoy your life and enjoy their lives and enjoy them growing up. And it, it'll, it'll all work out. I know it seems like, so like, Oh, it's going to work out. Don't worry about it. I'm not trying to be like that. I'm not trying to blow it off, but I just know that it's going to work out. I just know that it's going to work out for you. This one says, I guess I'll be single forever. Um, dear Carly Stanley and Wobbert. <laughs> You want to know something that's embarrassing, figuring out how to start emails. Anywho, I'm just going to jump right in. I just got out of a seven-year relationship. Oh my God, what is with all the seven-year relationships? Just got out of a seven-year relationship, attached pictures of us below. But it was also my first ever relationship, the first boy I loved, etc. We started dating when we were 21, lived together for five and a half years and broke up about three weeks ago, mostly because we're not on the same page in life. There was a lot of fighting towards the end, but we still get along great and we're on good terms. I definitely feel like I'm taking it harder because I'm crying every night and he has more of a, it is what it is attitude about things. He literally said verbatim on the phone yesterday after seven years together, which is fun and cool and makes me feel really good about myself. Okay. So here's my question. I feel this immense pressure to find a man and someone who I can start a family with. I'll be 29 in November and I'm worried that when I find somebody new, we'll have to date for a year, something will happen and I'll be 31 and single and scrambling to figure this shit out. I need advice on how to get rid of this idea of finding a partner is my most important mission. How do I, I'm sorry, how do I work away from the pressure of being in a settled relationship? I feel like loving someone for seven years just burns them into your brain and I'm scared. I'm going to comparing everyone I meet to him. And wondering how holidays, vacations, and living would be different if it were with my now ex. Will I ever really move on and fully love somebody new? And will anyone ever really love me? Because I'm truly embarrassing and hyper and mute and moody human. Girl, yes, somebody's going to love you, please. Isn't it crazy what we do when we go through breakups? We're like, I'm never going to find someone. I'm never going to be with somebody again. I can't even find myself being attracted to somebody, but I have to find somebody right away. Like, no. Focus on yourself. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Not everyone, like some people in life are just meant to take us to another chapter, right? We don't marry every single person we date. We don't marry every single person we love. And is that a shitty thing? You can look at it as like a, a sad thing or a good thing, because with that, we take the positive things from the relationship. We learn a lot and we bring that to the next relationship, but don't, I, I hate to see like people putting pressure on themselves to find the right person. If you're seeking it out, you're going to end up settling for something less than what you actually want. So don't focus on that yet. You know, this is still fresh. It's a fresh wound. You just got out of a really long relationship. By the way, you're gorgeous and he looks like a foot. God, I just opened the picture. You're kidding. Please. I'm sorry. I know you love him. But uh, sorry, I just got distracted. I expanded the picture. I went, oh, God, not this again. This is the second time this freaking e email. Uh, this is the second time this podcast, I mean. Um, focus on you. Do things that make you happy. Allow yourself to heal before you get into another relationship. And you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I think the like I've been in some good relationships in my life and I've had boyfriends and stuff like that. And there've been great memories attached to, the, to them. But at the same time, the most, um, the most I ever feel like I grow and learn about myself and the strongest I ever feel is all stuff that's happened to me when I'm single. And to be honest, it's nice to go to sleep and not have to worry about, you know, someone going to the club or something, you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm, I'm being serious too. Where like, that's, I, I feel so like strong as a woman when I'm single and, and you'll, you'll get to that point. Cause I remember when I, when I first felt that way, when I had gotten out of a relationship and I thought like the world was ending and, and then I came out of it just as a better person all around. But 
girl, you're not old too. You're not old. Let's see. This one says accidental homewrecker. Uh-oh. Carly, new listener and first time writer. Honestly, I've been waiting for the day. I have a story to write into you about. And boy, oh boy, the opportunity came knocking earlier this week. Picture this. I'm sitting at a cutie little coffee shop with some friends and I see this handsome, in my opinion. He's ugly, I bet. Sorry. Man sitting in the corner. Picture a rugged worker. Damn it. But slightly more refined. God damn it. Like maybe he was a guy in charge of the building of the building projects. He was wearing cool work boots, but instead of the word convoluted in a phone call, uh, I'm sorry, and use the word convoluted in a phone call. So I know his IQ isn't totally lacking. Okay. I see where we're going with this. Us girls have a type. What did you think of the UFO guy? Hold on. I got to take a sip out of my uh, seltzer here. Oh, my mic went out. Hold on. Because I moved it for one second. Okay, sorry about that. I had to do a, a mic check there. But okay. So she sees this hottie with a body with work boots on in the corner of a little coffee shop. Okay. And I and I I'm picking up what you're putting down. She says, first, I look for a wedding ring because I live in the suburbs and everyone and their dog is married. So you just got to make sure no ring on his finger. And then I mentioned to my friend that I thought he was cute and we made eye contact a few times. She was like, go flirt with him, but I'm painfully shy. So what happens next is kind of childish on my part, but I'm not about to go stand up and just start talking to him. There was no precedent. So my friend, who is a mural artist, draws a doodle for me, writes, oh, writes a few fun facts and my phone number on a note and hands it to him while he's walking out. Meanwhile, I bury my face in a book and act like nothing is happening. 30 minutes later, I get a text, see attachment for the screenshot and feel free to read this message out loud for the girls. So I'm like, oh my God, it worked and start typing a flirty response. While I'm typing, I get a second message from the guy. Now you have to open the second attachment and read his message. Okay. Okay. Let's see. So this is the first Hold on. This is the first one. I'm trying to read it, but it's a little blurry for some reason on my computer. It says, hello, my name is blank. Your friend gave me this before I left the coffee shop earlier. Hopefully I'm not ruining a friendship here. Okay. Seems simple, right? Let's see. He says, you have a good friend. I'm sorry. A definite keeper. Unfortunately for this situation, I'm happily married with three kids. If you're open to talking, I would like to talk to you more as a friend. If you're open to the idea, we are not from this area and don't know many people. Oh God. By the way, he sent a picture of his wife and his three kids and him and girl, his wife is, you want to know what? One thing a man is always going to have is the fucking audacity. Okay, so that was the second text. She says, girl, why is this married man texting me? Why didn't he have a ring on? Like, did he expect me to become besties with him and his wife? How did that combo go with her? If I, I know you're new in town and I made friends with this girl who hit on me at the coffee shop. Um, no, no, he was trying to he was seeing like he was doing a temperature check with you. So my question is, well, maybe not a question, but I want your commentary. Was he really just trying to make friends in a new place? No, he was doing that. And he was saying that because he's like, we could keep this under the radar kind of thing. He Or was he potentially trying to start something? Absolutely. I didn't respond, but I did consider texting back. Like, don't text girls who tried to hit on you if you're happily married, but then decided not to waste my time. I am happy that he told me immediately because if he just asked me out, then I would have said yes, not me being a homewrecker. It's going to be a no for me, dog. I love this podcast. A friend told me about it and I made her proofread this email <laughs> to make sure it would meet Carly levels. Oh, you're so sweet. Hope to not disappoint. No, this is this is quite you want to know what I get. I'm giving him credit for. um 
I, maybe I just automatically am so jaded where I'm like, no, he was trying to do a temperature check and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, like, girl, if that's my husband and I birthed three of his kids and he hits up a girl from a coffee shop to say, hey, thanks so much, but I'm married. Why would you even text her? That was unnecessary. He could have just simply not reached out and you would have gone, oh, he's probably married. You know, I, I notice a lot of guys don't wear wedding rings, though. Um, maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe if he is a construction worker, like he probably can't wear like a gold band or like a silver band to work, you know, but yeah, the fact that he even texted, like, it's one thing if you came up to him and he was like, oh my God, I'm so flattered, you know, but I have, I'm married. Like, that's one thing, but to text you and say that is weird. And to say, if you're comfortable with us being friends, no, no. I have enough friends. Thank you very much. My friend doodled me and, and gave it to you. Okay. You, you got enough good friends over there. You don't need to be friends with this freak. But no, you're not a homewrecker. I do think that he's, he's, uh, he was doing a temp check there. Okay. This says need help. Please help me. Okay. Girl, I took a poop a couple of days ago. God damn it, girls. What are we doing? <laughs> Took a boob a couple of days ago, and now I bleed every time I go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Is this hemorrhoids? Does it go away on its own? What the fuck do I do? RIP to my booty. Okay. Now, this is one of those times, and, and girl, I just, <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. But I'm envisioning you going to the bathroom and typing this email with the headline, I need help. Please help me. To me. Not your doctor, <laughs> to me. Um, I think you should go to the doctor, to be honest with you. If you're, if you're bleeding from your butt, I feel like you got to go to the doctor. It could, be, it could be hemorrhoids. It could be something else. You don't know. You don't know. But the one thing about this situation is the doctor will be able to help you more than I can. Um, and Godspeed on that. You, you know, I understand that it's an uncomfortable thing, but... That's why it's so good to like have a doctor you just trust and you know that they that they're not like judging because the, these types of things are just like so embarrassing to bring into a doctor. So that's why people email me about them. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, this one says he told me he cheated five years later. Jesus Christ! The craziest thing we can do is be in relationships with men. I mean, honestly, when people are like, cause some people can't fathom like being single or like being happy being single. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm okay. Don't worry about little old me. Someone even said something and, and I'll get to the email in a second, but somebody said something to me about, um, Oh, you're going to Italy by yourself. And Blah, blah, blah. I'm meeting up with friends and stuff like, but I'm going to be there by myself for a little bit. <clears throat> and I, first of all, like being by myself. I like traveling by myself. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, have you ever traveled with a man? I'm all set. Cause you guys know what happened when I went to Rome with a man, we, I wanted to see the oldest church in Rome and we go to this church and it was so beautiful. And you know, it's perfectly quiet and it was just so peaceful. And everywhere we went this whole trip, I felt like I was dragging him there. You know, we went to a market. He didn't like it. We went to go get food. He didn't like he complained about every single dish we had in fucking Italy. OK. Meanwhile, like, please. I'm happy no matter what. So it's just like you know, especially food wise, I'm like, you could really just give me damn near anything. I'll probably like it. But, um, he was just being picky about everything, but anywho, we're in this old church and I had this moment where I was like, this is so beautiful. And I always, when I have moments like that, I'm always going to cry. You know, I wasn't like wailing or anything, but I got emotional and I, I, my eyes welled up with tears and I'm crying and my, and my head's in my hand. And, I just like was having this like special moment. And what do I fucking hear? I hear 
from right next to me snoring. <laughs> snoring. He was asleep. And I slapped him. Have you ever slapped someone in a church? Do you know what you have to feel in order to slap someone in a fucking church? I, I hit him on the shoulder. I go, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, it's so quiet in here. <laughs> Girl, please. I'm good on my own. All right. Please. I just want to go out with my girls and go out on my own. And I'll see men when I'm in the mood for them. Okay. For God's sakes. Anywho. Okay. So this one says he told me he cheated five years later. Hi, Carly and the two little handsome boys. So yesterday, my fiance told me that he cheated on me on a boy's trip to Mexico five years ago and slept with two other women. Ugh. At the time, we had only been together for five months. However, we were very close and spent a lot of time together. When he came back from his vacation, I was mildly suspicious and I asked him if anything had happened, to which he told me nothing did. I believed him and we carried on. Throughout the years, we've had an amazing relationship and I trust him entirely. I know 1000% that he would never cheat on me or even entertain anything at this point in our relationship. But oh my God, I'm so pissed. It's weird because I'm like mad at his past self, not his present self. And I'm mad that he didn't tell me for five years. He told me that he feels really bad about it, obviously, but he seems kind of over it and doesn't seem to think it's a huge deal because it happened so long ago, which I guess I can sort of understand. But at the same time, I feel very hurt and very confused. Here's the worst part. Last October, the two of us went to the same resort in Mexico where he proposed to me on the beach at the same resort he cheated on me at. No, he couldn't even find another sandals. He couldn't even find another freaking sandals resort. He took you to the exact scene of the crime. Mm -mm. Now the memory of this proposal kind of feels dirty and I feel like it'll never be the same. Can't imagine my life without him, but I'm so horrified and he's not really open to discussing it too much. Any advice would be much appreciated. You want to know what, girl? First of all, I'm sorry this happened and it really sucks, but you, it doesn't seem like you want out of the relationship because of this, which I think is a, you know, this is a really shitty thing that happened, but it is difficult because it happened so long ago. You guys were together for how long? Five months at the time. Um, it was still new. So it's hard to hold that against him, right? You guys have had a great relationship for the last five years. So I understand. And this is one of these scenarios where I would go, I don't even want to know about this in the first place. If you genuinely, if I trust you, you genuinely would not hurt me. You're not going to cheat on me. Blah, blah, blah. We've been together for five years. If you did some fucking crazy shit in the beginning of the relationship, don't even tell me. Don't tell me. And it's good that you're like, he doesn't want to discuss it too much. Good. Because you want to know what? <clears throat> that hurts you more than anything. And maybe I'm wrong. If you guys think I'm wrong about this, then please tell me. Because it's like, <clears throat> I w I'm curious as to how this came up. Like, what, what even brought that up all these years later? Did he just, he needed to vent or something? He's been feeling guilty about it or what? But if you're not looking to end the relationship because of this, I wouldn't want to ever know one more word about what happened. Because the one that suffers from that is you. You're the one that's suffering in this situation. And just like knowing more, we think we want to know more sometimes. And I promise you, you don't. It's in this, in this exact situation. Most situations I'm like, yeah, I, I need to know what, what went down. But this, no. This, no. Don't you wish they had those like, <sighs> this is so embarrassing that I always think about this, but those freaking mind erasers that from the men in black. Don't you wish we could just not know certain things and just erase certain things? Ugh, I'm sorry, though. That sucks. You know, you but you other than other than that, if he's been great and it's so weird because the beginning of a relationship is always this like hot and cold. That's why I always tell you girls like define the relationship when you are having strong feelings for somebody. And when you feel like, like make it official when you're feeling that, because it's just this ambiguous space that everybody lives in where it's like, oh, 
well, you weren't technically then men love talking about fucking technicalities too. Oh, you weren't technically my girlfriend because we were together for only a few months. And it's like, yeah, but you knew that I cared about you. But I guess like you're getting out of this on this technicality, you know? Um, but I think it'll, I, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be, be something that kind of, you know, of course it's devastating and it's like haunting you right now, but ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going back and forth with it now, but I, I I'm reading it in the way that you sent it where you're like, it's not like, oh, I want to end our relationship. I want to, I want to break off our engagement because of this. So I'm, I'm going along with what you, what I think you're feeling, you know? Um, let's see. Need girlies help SOS. I've been listening to the potty for what seems like forever. So hello to you and the cats. Oh, hi. Thank you. I'm going to summarize my problem. I know it isn't entirely relatable to you because of a lot of what's behind the scene is the issue that I have two kids, but I know that there are girlies out there who listen to the podcast who can add to your sweet advice if they can relate. My now ex and I broke up. I know that it's the best for everybody, but I'm so sad. I never wanted to be a single mom of two, but I also never want to date again. How do you go? How do you get over a breakup when you still have to co-parent with your ex? We have two small children, two and four, and we're stuck together forever. It feels like what's a girly to do to find herself again and not harbor resentment. I have so many questions, but those ring top of mind. Here's a picture of my two kids because they're really cute. Let me see the kitties. Cute. Oh my God. Stop. They're so cute. Oh, and they have like kind of matching outfits on. They're so cute. Kids are fun, aren't they? God, I feel like, um, yes. Like she said, if you, if you've been through this before, um, definitely write in. And I know it's, I feel like we're going to get quite a few because there was another similar email, similar, almost exact situation. Um, earlier in, in the potties. But so I think that it's really hard to go through a breakup in general, but I can't imagine having to, you're, you're tethered to somebody you're tethered to him because you have kids together and you of course want what's best for them. So you don't want to resent him. You don't want them to feel like you're bickering or you're fighting or whatever. And I feel like the best thing you can do is just like, find your peace. I don't know what happened, what ended this relationship, but the best thing you can do is find your peace. And, and I always feel like forgiveness is key and not because you're forgiving him for hurting you or you're forgiving him for the relationship, not working out and you guys splitting up, not that, but I think that forgiveness is almost like to me, a selfish thing where it's like, I'm doing this because I need to find peace in my life. This is not for you. This is not me being nice and me saying like, I forgive you for everything. I forgive you for this not working out or what X, Y, and Z, however the relationship ended. It's more just like, I need to have peace and I can't, you know, feel this negative way about anyone because that I'm the only one that suffers from that. Right. Cause you're holding on to it and it drives you crazy and it makes you sick. You know, I know it's not easy to forgive, but I think that it's one of these things where it's like you will feel more at peace and I think it'll just have like a trickle effect in your life. Because you're not like holding on to this like anger. I don't know. I I I probably sound like a bad person saying like no, I I've, I've forgiven people because it's not my responsibility to like hold on to like pain that they made me feel. It's just, that's not what I want to do. You made me feel that way. It sucked, but I'm not going to feel that way forever. So bye. You know, you don't have to be best friends. You could be cordial and do things together when you do things together and, and figure out like a co-parenting technique. But I wish I could, you know, give you more solid advice on that. But I, I, I can't imagine. I, I've never been in that situation before. Um, 
Okay, let's see. Okay, this one says, <laughs> this one just says, just pictures of my cats. Hi, Carly and the handsome baby boys. Love you long time. And you've even read a few of my emails on the podcast. Aw, but I have a bone to pick with you. I once sent an email with pictures of my cats and I'm not sure if you saw the pictures. I'm not sure because you didn't say how cute they are. <laughs> no, I definitely didn't see them, girl, then. Uh, so if you did see the pics, you must have been high or something because they're the most beautiful babies. Please enjoy the attached photos of my girlies. Can I tell you something? And I'm going to tell you what the situation is right now, girl. I'm going to tell you why I didn't say anything about your cats. Because you got a file problem over there on your computer. Okay? Don't start with me. I would never cat shame you. But none of the photos that you sent me, it literally just says image, 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 and it's not clickable. It says one, two, three, four, five, six. It says image seven times, just in words. It's not a clickable link, nothing to download, no attachments there. So it seems like somebody's pointing a finger when they should be pointing it at themselves. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. If somebody didn't like there's been people on Instagram where but also uh I do want to see the cats if if you end up figuring figuring it out. But um uh, there's been people on Instagram who like say mean things about my cats. Like somebody said Stanley was um, I have to whisper it cuz I feel I feel like he's going to know what I'm saying. Somebody said Stanley was ugly and people are like Robert's like Robert's fucking fat stop why would you say that like to their mom that's so crazy to me somebody said robert's morbidly obese like stop no he isn't he's just big he's just a big boy is that a crime okay it's giving jealous because robert and, I, and i've said it before and i'll say it again robert's the most beautiful cat i've ever seen in my in my damn life okay he's a special cat he's a main coon he's very very special and that type of breed of cats, they're big boys. What are you going to do? I was talking to somebody the other day and he was like, he was saying that he had a Maine Coon and it was 25 pounds. So I said, I'm telling my vet that I'm telling all of my haters that all of Robert's haters. Um, all right. you, All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. We didn't get any fuck, Mary kills, did we? No, we did these, we did these last week. Let's see. Trying to think of what we could uh, do it. What type of thing we could do. Okay. Why don't we do like, girl, why don't we do seasons? Because the other day it's been hot as hell, hell on earth here in New York. You guys, I'm talking 95 degrees, 96 degrees. Okay almost a hundred degrees. And I know this, I know in Florida it's hotter. I know in Texas it's hotter and all of this shit. And I was going to, I was going to make a video just for my own thing, just for my own self saying, Hey girl, when you're in the winter time, when you're complaining and saying, I just can't wait. I love the summer. I just can't wait for, for it to be hot out. No, watch this video. Cause you're sweating from your freaking ass crack. Okay. Nobody wants that. Mm -mm. My sweat has been unbelievable. I thought I was dying. I was like, this, I have to be dying. There's no way I'm sweating this much just walking down the street. Okay. And then my skin was breaking out for, for the last like two weeks, my skin was breaking out. I actually uh, want to share with you guys what I've been doing to clear it up. So like I had breakout really bad on my face, on my neck, on my shoulders, like just bad, like, because I sweat so much. and um. I started using to wash my face and my body, not my entire body, like just like where I'm having these breakouts, like my back, my shoulders, whatever, with head and shoulders dandruff shampoo. Okay. And when I tell you it cleared up my skin in like a week. Um, and I think it's because it's like uh, antifungal or something. So I'm telling you, if you're having like a problem with breakouts, uh, Use the head and shoulders. I know it's like, ugh, but 
I'm telling you it, it worked. And I also went to the dermatologist the other day and, and she gave me a prescription for my face to use in conjunction with the tretinoin that I use. Cause I had a really like the worst breakout I've had in, in years on my face a couple weeks ago. Um, she gave me something called Dapsone. So like, I think like prescription stuff really works best, but it cleared my skin up. Like I- I'm back girls. I'm back. Anywho summer winter. Should we do spring or fall? Should we do spring or fall? Hmm. Summer, winter, spring. God, but I do love the fall. Fall actually might be my favorite one. I'm not sure. But I think, um, and we're going like extreme, right? We're going the coldest day of the winter when it's snowing out and the coldest uh, and the hottest day of the summer when it's, when it's a hundred degrees. Um, I'm going to marry, honestly, I'm going to marry spring because spring is like the best time of year to me because it's like, you're coming out of the winter and you know, what's about to happen. You know, the girls are about to be going out with their little halter tops on in about a month in their little sandals and their little halter tops and their little skirts. Okay. But you're not uncomfortable. You're comfy. You can go outside in a sweatshirt. You can go outside in a t-shirt. You can go eat out al fresco. We love that. Love having a little, you know, love having a little bevy outside. So I'm going to marry spring, right? You got to, you got to have spring. And I always wish spring and fall were longer. Um, and then I'm going to kill God. You know, I guess I have to kill the winter because I can't kill the summer. Summer is there's, I just feel better because I'm, I'm going outside more winter. You guys know I had a freaking, I had a freaking <laughs> wellness check called on me for God's sakes during the winter time. I mean, this past winter was like the worst, the worst I've been in a while where I was just like, I don't want to leave my damn house. It's too fucking cold. Um, so I feel like I'm just more active. I'm more social. The sun has the good vitamins in it. It just makes you feel more alive. So you can't kill summer. You need the summer. So I'm going to kill winter and then I'm going to fuck summer. I think that's fair. What about you guys? Anywho, you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. And thanks so much for tuning in. See you next week. Bye.